Hi, everyone, and welcome to One Mic Night, the podcast that brings you stories of artists and their journey in entertainment, helping to guide, answer questions, and motivate you in the business and in life. My name is Marcos Luis, and I want to thank you for joining me for another episode of One Mic Night. I also want to thank all of you for writing comments, sharing these episodes, and subscribing. It means a lot to me, and there's a lot of inspiration that people are getting from me, so I want to thank you for that. Today, this episode is very special. We are taking a walk behind the scenes of the theater and film to talk to some of the people who help make actors and and filmmakers survive. We're talking to someone who is a stylist and does wardrobe for Broadway. And we wanna get to know a little bit more about her journey in the business. So please welcome Rosalind Evans to One Mic Night. Hi, Rosalind. Hi, Marcos. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. First of all, how's this time been for you? We're going through a, <laughs> a crazy time with wow. this pandemic. How's it been We're for you? We're just going to go dive right into that one. Yeah. That, that yeah. right there has, is the struggle. It is. Um, you know, it was a struggle, literally. And I still am off balance, you know, because there's so many changes. But, you know, I'm a visual person, um, you know, a costumer, a dresser. Um, you know, so everything that I do, a, a, a lot of what I, most of what I do is visual. I don't, we don't even have to have a conversation for me to do what I need to do. Um, you need to look a certain way and I need to, you know, preserve the integrity of whatever your look is, um, or whatever the designers have set for you. Right. Um, so not doing that and it, it's kind of not working, I guess, like everybody else trying to find, you know, find that level of um, just stability. So it was a little off-putting, like, okay, what am I gonna do? This isn't just downtime. I'm just not in between a gig. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm just yeah. not, not taking this time off before my next gig starts. I'm like, okay, you know what? And then you're saying I can't go outside. <laughs> right, yeah. You know, like we're supposed to social distance. Exactly, being contained to one's, one space where you're used to uh, you know, a pretty heavily regimented routine of right. what, like eight shows a week? Yeah. You know, doing yeah. that. So, you know, sure so I mean, happen. it was it's it was difficult, you know, finding a, a grounding and finding a, some type of a balance because, um, you know, I needed I rely so much on actors. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they really make up a lot of who I am. They bring out even though I'm behind the scenes and I'm, you know, I'm relatively reserved and OK, maybe not reserved, but I'm quiet. Right. You know what I mean? Like you're the actors. They're right. the actors. So. I'm, I'm support, um, you know, so it was trying to find my own was like, okay, like, am I really, that my identity, I felt like my identity is so tied to a, sh- a show. Right, yeah. Performance. yeah. And it was kind of like, what else you got for us? <laughs> right. Who are you? So how do you find the balance? How do you keep, I mean, this was, this was a really trying time for a lot of people and there's so much pressure, you know, to, 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 just live right to do so how did you find the balance you know to to keep yourself going this has been going on for seven eight months yeah exactly you know initially I started off I was you know trying not to be fearful but then I thought on the flip side I said you know I'm blessed I have 
my own. I have, you know, my place. I'm financially okay. You, you work in theater long enough, you kind of learn how to budget yourself. Right. You know right. what I mean? You go from gig right. to gig to gig. Hopefully exactly. you learn how to budget yourself. So you're just kind of like, all right, I'm good. I don't know how long it's going to happen. I'm good. So I said, how can I be of service? I, I guess I was like, I can't be in my head. I need to be out of my head. How can I be of service? What can I do? And at the time, you know, um, you know, there were a lot of things as far as needing masks and needing, you know, needing gowns and the shortage and all of that. So I ended up um, connecting through, you know, Facebook, all, all the little social media chats. There was something about Open Jar Studios where they were sewing masks and showing sewing gowns and, you know, looking for people. So I kind of got myself into that and I started, you know, sewing gowns, you know, for, you know, for hospital workers, you know, PPE gear. Wow. So gear. And, you know, that was, you know, like a seven month, eight month gig. And it was great. It was, it gave me purpose. It was like, it was a hard work. I was like, yo, this is like industrial work. <laughs> so, you know, initially I was like, yeah. yo, right. I got three sewing machines. I done broke two in the first week, you right. know, because it was the industrial and having to pump out like 150 gowns. Right. You know what I mean? Like in less than, you know, less than four days or something, it was, it was kind of like, so it was like, but it gave me purpose. It gave me, I was like, okay, I could set my schedule. I had a schedule, it was like, get up at this time, you get this done, you put, you know, I was putting 10 and 12 hours, you know, a day into it, um, you know what I mean? And, and so it was like, so it gave me purpose. And then when that ended, it was like a whole nother challenge. It was mm. like, okay. What do I do now? What do I do now? Right. You know? Interesting. So, it's so interesting how people come together, you know, in a time of need, and then you yeah. actually find something to do. Like, what is your purpose during that right. time? What you can do to help right. bring community together? Right. I know during this time, you know, uh, you and I have talked about this, but I feel like creating something like this podcast has come to be a sense of purpose for me. Yeah. To bring people's stories, you know, to the forefront and inspire people with, with, with other people's stories. Absolutely. And yeah. I, I'm so thankful for it because that literally has kept me focused. Mm. Like listening to podcasts right, yes. you know, has really kept me focused and, and brings a sense of purpose to me, helps me motivate me to be like, okay, no, no, relax, relax. Right. You're not by yourself. It's fine. Listen, you don't have to be because we think that we have to be the one in front of the stage. Exactly, yes. In order yes. to make a difference. Right. And for me, it was, that's, that's even in my mind, I'm behind the scenes, but I'm like, but that's purpose. I'm helping them, what do you need? You need a shoe, what do you need? Your pants, I got it, you know what I mean? I'm like, right. I got yeah. it, I yeah. want it, I got it. What do you need? You need, the, you know what I mean? So it's like, what, relax, like, it's okay. Not everything has to be grandiose to make a difference or to have right. a purpose. Your purpose can be support. Yes, yes. And, and this is, you know, like I, you, I have to, you have to, I, I have to tell myself this all the time because, you know, you get into this thing, I'm not doing enough. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing enough. Right. You know, so it's like, relax. Relax. You are doing enough. What are your friends doing? Support. Right. How That's about you call somebody today? You know, because they're thinking probably the same thing. So a conversation can just so, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's also given us time to enjoy like you said, other people. This is the first time that I've actually had time to yeah. watch people online doing concerts and say, man, <laughs> I haven't had time to watch them, but I have time now. 
or take a webinar, take a seminar, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like learn some new things, learn language, whatever it is you need to do and explore a little bit more yeah. about yourself. Right? <laughs> exactly. There's a little funny meme where when you text someone, it says there was a dog, you know, it's a meme of a dog and his right. eyes are like, when you text someone and they call you back, and the meme is like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> listen, I have FaceTime now. I'm just kind of like, if we don't FaceTime, right. or if we're not Zooming, I'm like, what's going on? Exactly. What, yep. what, what, what's going on? Why it's are we not? It's a whole new life. It's a it's whole a new whole, life now, right? It's a whole new. Yeah. Like, what's going on in your life? Um, I need to see your face. I need right. to see your eyes. I need to know what's going on. And, you know. That kind it's, of brings me comfort. <laughs> it's so true. That's the same thing that I do with my mother now. Like, I, I know that I can't go see her. She's right. across, you know, the country right. in Portland. I have to see her face. So we right. FaceTime, you right. know what I mean? So we have right. to see each other. Right. <laughs> so you've worked on some of the big, biggest shows in Broadway. Do you have any favorites? My favorite, let's see. You know, I, I'm relatively new. I feel like I'm new to Broadway. I kind of... You know, my history, I didn't start off in Broadway. I kind of was, okay, Broadway, you know, came about. Right. Um, my favorite would probably be the very first show that I did, which was After Midnight. Um, I just... Brilliant show. That show Brilliant could have show. gone on forever for me. Forever. It could have gone on, there's right. no reason it could not have. It could have gone on forever. I loved everything from from the front of the house to the back of the house, to the bottom of the house, to the right. top of the house. I mean, from the ushers to the doormen, to I, the cast, the Let's, costume, let's, let's the talk music. about it. For the people who don't know what the show is, tell the people what the, what the show was. There's, first of all, there was so much talent in the yeah, show. It was literally, unbelievable. Literally, unbelievable. it was, you know, it, music, oh my God, I'm gonna get it wrong because I didn't start with the show. I came in in the beginning. It was set kind of like in the jazz era. Era, definitely in the jazz era, you had at the time period. I don't even know what the time period was. I, it was early, early set on. Right. Wynton Marcellus did the music. I'm gonna say 40s. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wynton sounds great. Wynton Marcellus did the music to it, so it was the jazz was <laughs> yeah. the band. Oh my God, the I band. love the band. Right. Everybody in that band was a so you that era that music. So you had tap. Tap was incredible. Incredible. You, you, just the storyline, just everything with the. Story. I want to say Savion Glover was the uh, tap dancer. No, was it Savion Glover? No, it wasn't. It, was, um, it wasn't was, Savion. It wasn't Savion Glover. Savion Glover. He, you're thinking of. Um, uh, it's gonna come to. It was that was just recently. That was maybe like four years ago with. Um, where they closed it down early. Oh and right, yeah. Uh, I can't think of it either. He did the choreo for that one, and it. Yeah, what's her? She got pregnant. Yeah. It'll come. It'll come to us. It'll come to us. But you know that show with the music, the costumes. It was. It just could have gone on forever. The storyline, the way they weaved in the music, right, and yeah. the choreography. It was. I just. I love that show. That was my first. There was not one second of boredom no. in that show. It was, it was exciting from beginning minutes. to the end. It was an hour and thirty minutes, and it was like packed and it was perfect perfect <laughs> it yeah. was perfect you know yeah so what was that like working behind the scenes was it with the wardrobe because the wardrobe is so it's a period piece yeah yeah it was a period piece but not a heart not a heavy per period mm -hmm. piece. 
not a heavy or hard period piece um, because the majority of the cast, they were dancing. A lot of, they, they had moved. So there was that flexibility and that movement with the dance. Um, and then, you know, the era you're talking about, so you had your silks and you had, you know, your stretch and you had, you know, your, your um, you know, kind of um, shim, shimmy, shimmy dresses. So there was nothing heavy or hard, but it was, it was a beautiful, it was just, you know, beautiful kind of, you know, how was it working backstage um, and, and running it from, you know, it was just, it was really great. It was a busy show. It's an hour and a half. Right. Um, and so, you know, cast of, you know, 30, 27, you know, whatever, whatever that number was. So it was action packed. It right. was action and action, action packed. So we were constantly moving. You know, there's, there's a choreography backstage. Like any actor, every, every, every actor, you know, I'm sure you guys have you sure. talked about it on your show. Yeah. But backstage choreography is the exact same as what a front of house choreography would be. If you're supposed to be standing here to the right, same with backstage. There's a crossover coming. Crew guys are waiting for you to pass. So if you're late, if something happens, you, you, you can't find a shoe that you should, should be lugging to your next scene. Crew guys are waiting for you to cross. You know, Ooh, so you're, yes. you're delaying. So, so that choreography backstage is, is just as it is on stage. And it, I love it. <laughs> exactly. Everybody's taking cue from the next person Absolutely. because there's certain things that have to happen before Absolutely. the next thing can happen. Absolutely. I love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What kind of, t walk, walk, me, walk us through like what you would do when you came in or what, what, I, a, what a wardrobe person would do when they come in. When you come in, you're typically there. There's, you know, two scenarios. One, you know, a day worker. Every, every show you come in, someone is coming in to prep the show. Mm -hmm. So you have costumers that are coming in to prep the show. Um, for, it's a four hour call. So you're coming in say at noon, depending on what time your show starts, you're coming in at noon or you're coming in at, you know, um, 1.30 or Saturday on the weekends, it's absolutely early. You're coming in at eight o'clock um, before the show. So this is always before the show, you're coming in for four hours to prep it, steam, iron, fix the shoes, um, whatever repairs need to be done. You're steaming, excuse me, you're steaming, you're ironing, you're doing, you know, whatever needs to be done to the, to these particular costumes. And yes, it does take every bit of four hours. And this is, this is, this is one of four people. Typically there are four costumers that will come in and there may be more wow. depending on the show, someone that may just come in and do the shoes, but there are four at least, at minimal, there are four dressers that are, unless it's a one-man show, right. but if it's a full ensemble, you know, show, there are at least four dressers that are coming in and they are, they all have their stages, you know, that, or where they are. They all have their area that they're prepping. The men, you know, the right. men stage right, the limit, the women stage left dressing room, you know, costumes or, you know, the shoes. So, yeah. So you come in, you prep, you do that. Or if you're not prepping, even if you are prepping, you're still coming after your, that prep is done, then everyone shows up. The rest of the cast is just typically eight people, not including the supervisors, um, the wardrobe supervisors. They come in an hour and a half before the show, come in an hour and a half before the show, and then they preset. You do your preset. You, are, you have a group of people that you take care of or that you preset. Usually you cross, you inter, 
cross connect um, you know, with who you're dressing. A lot of times if you're dressing a lead, that's who you're dressing. Okay. Um, you're dressing a lead, but a lot of times if your lead is off, then there may be somebody else that crosses that you take care of them as well. Um, but it's all in timing. You know, it's a matter of timing, but primarily if you're dressing a lead, that's your concern. You're dressed, that's, that's your person um, because they're usually on stage 90% of the time, you know what I mean? Or, right. you know, 80% of the time. Um, you know, or they just have a heavier load. Um, you know, so you come in an hour, half beforehand, you preset your show. You know, most shows you, or a lot of shows, it varies from show to show. You will preset at least the first half of the show. If there's no intermission, you're presetting the entire show from top to beginning. So once that curtain goes up, you, you, it's just go. Um, so, you know, I come in, walk into the theater, I go downstairs if there's laundry, pick up laundry that was washed the night before or earlier that day. I insert it inside, you know, my rack um, of costumes for my cast member um, that I'm presetting for and you just preset. And that literally can take you, you know, that entire hour and a half. Yeah. Um, and so by preset, you mean like putting it in the place or get, you know, like getting it ready for what it's absolutely. supposed to be used for. Yeah, that's okay. a, absolutely what I mean. Presetting, meaning you will, every scene, every scene that there is, if there's a costume change, if they change their shoes, it's where, where are they exiting and entering? It's set up already that they're exiting stage right, first wing, second wing. Okay, they don't have time to go into a dressing room. They don't have time to go up to their dressing room. So that, so we've got crossovers, backstage dressing room set up. Right. A lot of the times in the, you know, either on the side, in, wherever, backstage, wherever they set up space to change, I'm presetting those shoes or, or that outfit right there, right wherever there. we have deemed during tech is a change area or you're going to change right here. Sometimes it's just open. You know, you don't get a curtain, you get a chair, maybe, mm -hmm. <laughs> maybe, but your shoes are preset there. So, so I'm presetting. Then I go through my next scene. Okay. Someone has a change here. You know, Felicia has a change here. So I'll set this up, you know, behind the curtain or over here. So through, through the show, um, each scene, I'm presetting their costume gotcha. right there. Right. And then a lot of things, things are repeat, you know, a lot of stuff are repeat costume pieces. So, you know, after that change is done, make sure you grab this because she's going to put those shoes back on and they have to go over to, you know, scene 18, scene 20. They've got to go. You've got to preset those shoes over there. So it literally is, you know, blocking for the back of the stage, too. Like yeah, you have shades, stage directions. You have to have your things in the place at the time that it needs to be. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah wow. for sure. For sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and you know, that's it's it's like the same with the front. With the you front. know, front of house, the back is the same. It's just you know, it's different. The schematics are different because we're dealing with scenery and dealing with costumes. But yeah. Do you have a favorite? You said you had a favorite show. Have you had a chance to meet anybody that was just like wow, actor wise, uh, so or even just in the business? Another another. Um, person that does wardrobe that you respect and you know respect their work or any of those things it's funny I, I assumed you might ask this question and it's so funny I'm I'm a funny bird because I try not to first of all I, I love every actor 
front of the stage, it really doesn't matter to me, like who you are, like you don't have to have a name. Right. I kind of yeah. look at you and as a dresser, I have to treat you the same. Sure. I, I just have to, or I don't have to, but I choose to. Sure. Um, because you know what happens, people treat someone with a name or someone that has done more, just more well-known, they get treated differently. Mm -hmm. um, I don't like to be treated that way, so I choose not to treat you know, cast members that way. So is there anyone that I'm like, oh my God, I'm so enthralled with? I, I, I love them all and I, right. I can't treat anyone or I choose not to treat anyone that I'm working with um, differently because at the end of the day, you might be an asshole. Yes. At the well, end of the day, you might be an asshole and I can't allow for that to affect how I do my job. Exactly. I, I, my job has to be the same and I have to feel the same way about what I do um, because you're on stage, I'm on stage and listen, I don't have to like you. Right. Yeah. You just have a job to do and you try to treat you know, everybody fairly. I, I, and yeah. I, you know, I look at it, you know, it's, it's a job, but you know, it's a performance. We all have a sure. performance. There you we go. all have a performance and I just, so I choose not to, oh my God, they're just so, I love them. There's every show that I work on. I love, I, I sound, I'm sorry, flower child. I love everyone, but no, I do. I respect, I respect everyone. And I try to have that same admiration um, for everyone in front, you know, that's in front, you know, as well as in the back. In the back, yeah. It, it just makes my job easier. It like makes that. my job easier. I like that. You know, that well, I'm not afraid to say it. I've met a lot of celebrities of my time. <laughs> and there are quite a few that I admire. <laughs> and I would say probably the top of the list would have to be Sidney Poitier. Oh, well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we obviously we weren't working together or anything like that, but I've met him and he was probably the one person that I guess made me nervous because his, I respect his work so much. Wow. He was so humble and so nice that you know you find another side of admiration for the person yeah so he's probably yeah that that's great i mean great, right? i don't know classics like that you're just kind of like well who wouldn't right yeah who well until you find out that they're assholes exactly. and you're like right. let me i gotta pick this change up i gotta pick those costumes <laughs> back, everybody's back to get the photo and you're just kind of like i got laundry out there <laughs> It was good to see. He looks good. All right. Y'all have fun. I mean, oh, you know, going about your business. Right. <laughs> so where are we right now in terms of work in Broadway? You know, I just today, the, you know, Lincoln Center announced there's two shows for 2021, but that's at the end of the year. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know really? what I mean? So where are we in terms of, of us going yeah, back to work you know, as artists? I, I, fortunately, I, um... I also work in TV. Mm -hmm. um, Broadway is, you know, shut down till May, right. you know, shut down May 2021. Um, I also work in film and TV. So I'm working on a show that they've already started. They're prepping. They've started prepping three weeks ago. I went in literally today. Mm -hmm. I went in today and got tested, COVID tested. They, mm -hmm. They're having people come in, um, that lining up. I start next week, um, you know, with background 
um, taking care, I think, I think that's where I'll be, taking care of background. Um, mm -hmm. But I start next week and I, I went in today, got COVID tested. And How do you feel about that? That's, that's a new thing for everybody. How, how do you feel about that? Do you feel like that's secure? Do you feel comfortable? I mean, the getting tested, being yeah. tested, is like that. You know, I, I think that it's a start and I think that they have, we have to do something. Sure. Um, and I feel like, sure, absolutely. You know, you get tested. I start next week. You tested me today. I start five days from now. Right. You're testing me today. I'm not really sure between now and, and I didn't get a, you know, well, so you have to seclude, you have to quarantine yourself, quarantine, you have right. to blah, blah, blah. And I get it. You want to know what I coming in. And then I think during the day they're testing like every day. Cause so I, I'm assuming that they're doing rapid test. I don't, we'll see. We'll see how they have to, go. they have to do it every day. I mean, like, they, they would, but they here's would the thing. Them. What does it mean? Do we know what it means? Yeah. You, you know, you know, maybe you've had it, maybe you haven't, right. you're co I have right. no idea what it means. I don't really think that they're even doing um, checking for antibodies. Mm -hmm. They're just, it doesn't make a difference. They're checking presently. Do you currently have the virus currently in your system it. right now? You know, do you have it? And then I, I'm, I'm guessing that it, it's a means of um, um, testing for if you come up negative or positive, say three days from now, then they can cross check as far as everyone that you've been in contact with. Oh, okay. Yeah. As opposed to, I'm. It, it, that's, you know, they're filming and you have your mask, you have, they give you your mask. You can't wear your, your homemade mask. Um, you know, they're giving you standard masks to wear. Um, I guess we'll know, you know, next week you can check back with me. <laughs> next right. Yeah. Week how it really works. Um, you know, it was nice to go and see people and I was like, wow, okay. We're, I feel like we're there. Right. We're you definitely know, okay. getting back, yeah. We're doing it, we're, right. we're coming back. You know, I'm sure it'll be different once I get there, just the, I don't know how you, how you social distance background. I don't I, either. We'll see. I don't either. You know, we'll see what that looks like. Right. You know, I mean, but, but we, it, it's, it has to, something has to happen. Yeah. Um, you you it took the words right out of my mouth. It has to happen because we have to get back to some sort of normalcy. And how do we do it? This is probably the best way to do it. You get tested every I, you day know, and you find I, out. And I, just, I don't know how, what, or what the best way to do it is. I just know that I want to be safe. I want for others to be safe. Others to be safe, right. Um, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to just go back to work because we all have to work. If precautions in, aren't in place where everyone's going to be safe mm -hmm. because people have to work like literally like it, every yeah. financially and if we've been collecting unemployment that money that we're getting that's covering but so much that's right. not really taking care of everything so people really and i get it and i understand right. i understand this you know but i'm not for putting my health above the economy right. or or the economy above my health right and the thing is is some people are yeah, I know. some people are and you know yeah yeah everybody so, go out make sure you go out and vote by the way yes exactly <laughs> i should have opened with my mask vote. on vote i should have <laughs> opened with vote literally absolutely it's so important mm, mm. absolutely one last question if rosalind right now could tell young rosalind something about the business or, or where, what to do along the way? Is there any advice you would have? 
Wow. Yeah. One, um, educate yourself. Mm. It's empowering. Education is empowering. Um, yes. Is because I find getting older and the older I get, because we're really brave when we're younger. Like, and we don't realize just how brave we are. I was doing things that, and I'm, I'm pretty quiet. I'm talkative when you get me going, but as far as I'm an introverted extrovert, mm. I sit back okay. in a cut and I, I can observe. It's just my upbringing. I'm the youngest of four and we're all stair steps, my sister. So we're all the same age. So I had to learn by observing. Like I didn't get at my, this is my baby sister. I'm gonna teach you the ropes. Nah, it was yeah. none of that. I had to learn <laughs> by observing. When my mother taught my oldest sister, I had to pay attention. You know, I had to pay attention and, and absorb and get what I got. Um, so I feel education, I would absolutely take different steps of education. I would educate myself about the history the history of things. Um, once I was in, you know, college, and I found out that, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't going to communications, you know, broadcasting wasn't going to be my thing. Mm -hmm. I and then I found myself into theater. I would have immediately immersed myself um, into learning the history yes. of it and designers and you know the where it comes from and and just um the costume making and just fabrication, just some basics. Right. Absolutely. And not, and not be fearful of um, just knowledge. The more information that you have, um, it empowers you to just, to, I don't know, to be vocal, you know, to, to, and to be confident and it's, to be confident, confidence yeah. and a form of expression. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you can, you can, speak in different ways, you know what I mean? Verbally, non-verbally, but there's a sense of, of, of confidence. Absolutely, there's too many times where I've just sit back in the cut um, because it's like, no, nobody wants to hear that. Or mm -hmm. no, everybody's doing that already. I don't need to make that. It's just, forget all that. You know what I mean? It, it's right. good enough. It's good enough and you learn along the way. That's right. You know, when creating, when you're creating things, you know, someone just told me, I was like, how do you know when it's just, I just feel like it's never good enough. Do it, do it. Yep. It's, 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 you're never going to get it out there. Right. It's good enough and you learn along the way. That's right. And that's what I'm learning during this whole pandemic, literally. Love it. I literally. love it. And you're finding your voice. Yeah. You're finding your voice about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, baby. <laughs> where, baby? Baby, where you at? My mom wants to know how we can get in touch with you on social media. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh hi, mama. Yeah, hi, mama. right? <laughs> no, and that's another thing this pandemic brought about. I am, I'm a voyeur. Mm -hmm. I have always been a voyeur on social media. IG, which I follow like my friends, and they force me to because we'll be backstage and they're like, where are you? And I'm like, no, I'm nowhere. You know, they're like, no, what is it? And I'm like, oh God. You know, because I don't really post a lot. But right. I'm Instagram, um, Roz, Rozzy Roz. Rozzy Roz on Instagram. Rozzy Roz on Instagram. Um, and that's pretty much Facebook. I'm on Facebook, absolutely. Kind of tag team, both of them. So, 
Mama, that's where I am. See that? That's where she is. Well, I want to thank you for taking time out and giving us a peek in the behind the stage because there's some things in there that I didn't even know. So thank you for taking time out of your schedule. Thank you. Please, everybody, make sure you follow Rosy Roz on IG. Get in touch with her. Drop her a line. Let her know to expand that IG social media if you want to get in touch with her. I want to thank everybody for listening to this episode. Please make sure you download and click down below. Subscribe to the YouTube channel if you want to see the video, the visual version of this podcast. You can find this podcast on all music platforms at One Mike Night Podcast with Marcus Luis. One Mike Night is spelled O-N-E-M-I-C-N-I-T-E. Find us on all social media. You can also follow me at Marcos Luis, M-A-R-C-O-S-L-U-I-S. Thank you guys all for listening and tuning in. I appreciate you. Until next time.